And we are ready to roll. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pink Cloud Nine channel. <laughs> Happy Monday morning. And I hope everybody has a great week, day. So let's start with the day, right? I hope, can y'all hear me? Is my volume up? Um, okay, anyway, let me drink some water to get us started. I am. Um, have a few updates, and then I'm going to show y'all all the books that I have available to read, and let's see where this morning takes us, entertainment-wise, and also, while we're being entertained, we're going to be learning things, yay, learning, my favorite, okay, so it's 9.30 in the morning, And we'll see how long I can keep up this energy. First of all, let me share, 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 share. Y'all remember that commercial? What? You mean you're not that old? Ah, perfection. I'm basically reading everything except recovery books. How funny. Ugh. You know, honestly, it just doesn't go over well. People don't want to listen to it, to be honest. I'm sharing, so give me a second. Everybody's at work, right? And I'm over here like, Twiddling my fingers, nothing to do. I'm almost done sharing, so. Okay, cool. I think I'm good. Yay. I am good to go. All right, y'all. Now, in the um, description, this is one of the books that I have available right here. Suze Orman, The Courage to Be Rich. Who doesn't want to be rich? Am I right? Okay. Okay, this is one book that was not in the description. Fast Food Nation, also known as Netflix Documentary, right? Am I right? Okay, cool. The next one I have available, I am going to read the shit out of these books today. Now, I'm not a big reader, and I'm not a big writer either, like... I'm freaking dyslexic. I cannot. Con I'm ADHD. It's just crazy. So we're gonna have fun. Jim O'Gaffigan. Dad is fat. Is the name of his one of his. I don't know if it's a memoir. I don't know if it's an autobiography. I don't know if it's a him trying to be funny on in print. I don't know what the hell's going on with this guy, but. We got to read some of this shit, right? Okay. 
The other book that I have available this morning, and I was going to do this like Friday night, Saturday night, but did, uh, Friday night I did karaoke. Um, I did some Wonder Woman reading. I did so much stuff on uh, Friday and Saturday night. And then last night I was doing coding, which is like computer programming just on my own learning that shit like javascript and python and all those big weird words yeah i know i can do stuff hi okay so here's this one stephen king collaborated with this guy i don't want to butcher his name and the name of the book is Gwendy's Button Box. Is this a porn? Is this a porn? Because the button box sounds like porn to me. Hi. Thank you. I love you. Bam! Who doesn't love Anne Rice? Raise your hand if you know who the fuck Anne Rice is. Interview with the Vampire. The Vampire Lestat, New Orleans, amazing writer, Anne Rice, Louisianian, or whatever the hell. Okay, cool. Another book of hers that I have for today is Taltos. I hope I said that. I don't even know. We are going to get our reading on. Woo! Okay. The next book that I have, y'all, these books, guess how much these books were? $3 each. Three, listen to my words. Three dollars each. In fact, I'm taking off the tags from them because it's so, uh, the tags are so tacky. Even though it's really not that big of a deal. But I got it from Half Price Books for three freaking dollars each. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a deal of a lifetime. Yeah. Halo. Yeah, the video game. I don't know what's in this book. I have no idea. Is it like how to Halo? What is Halo about? Halo, huh? You know what? You know. Okay, so we're gonna find out today. What the if? Oh my gosh, I forgot to put this one in the inscription. But not only we have Black Widow comic book. Look at her boobs. She's got some nice boobs. All right, this is not a children's show, y'all. And so put your kids away. Look at all this. Let me... <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. Three bucks is a great deal. Exactly. Thank you very much. Half price books. And the last book that I have available for you today. That Halo book looks like really interesting. I know, right? Who's heard of Twilight? You ever heard of Twilight? The series. The author of of um, Twilight is... Um, yeah, this is a big-ass book, too. The Host by Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight. So you know this book is good. Unless you don't like Twilight. Still good. Still freaking good. All right, let's get ready to get this party started.
Which one should I read first? I have a bajil. Okay, let's start off with. Uh, let's start off. Unless you put something in the comment box, I'm not gonna know what you want to listen to. But let's start off a little funny, funny. Yes, girlfriend. Yes, girlfriend. Let's start off with a little Jim Gaff again. See what he's got to say. Dad is fat. Oh, here's a picture. Here's a little picture of Dad is fat. I got a couple of devices going, so. That's cute, right? This motherfucker has five kids, y'all. Like, who do want to have kids with this guy? No, I'm kidding. He's cool. I'm kidding. He's cool. No, he's cool. Good for him. I'm so glad he has his five little kids. Okay. So, in the book, there is, uh, wow. There's a lot of stuff. Okay, Rue the Day. Okay, here we go. Jim Gaffigan says, when I was single, I was convinced my friends who took the plunge and had their first baby were victims of an alien abduction because they would disappear from the planet and reappear a year later in, as unrecognizable strangers. It's a good line. Of course, that may have been because I was also watching The X-Files. <laughs> when I initially started dating Jenny, Jeannie, Looks like genie because it's G E A instead of just J E N. Okay, whatever. I know you don't care. When I initially started dating Jenny, genie, the notion of settling down and having children became a feasible reality for me. Coincidentally, I was invited to visit one of my closest childhood friends who had been abducted by aliens. I mean, who got married and had a kid about a year earlier. <laughs> Okay, 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 I get it, I get it. He's still funny. My friend, his wife, and their one-year-old baby had settled in the Southwest. I was working in L.A., so a weekend visit was totally doable. I thought it was would be great if I brought Jeannie. We could see what it would be like if we got married, when we got married, and had a baby, right? My friend, his wife, and, this one, and their one-year-old baby had settled... Oh, wait. My friend, Tom... Name changed to protect his identity and possibly preserve the friendship. Suggested that we could drive out and hike the Grand Canyon, which to me sounded unnecessarily difficult and way too outdoorsy, but I knew Active Genie would love it. <laughs> this is great! Like, this is so cool! Like, we get to know a little bit about Jim Gaffigan. And if you don't know who Jim Gaffigan is, go to your Netflix and search his name or Amazon Prime or YouTube or whatever the fuck he's on, which is everything. He's amazing. I mean, he's good. He's all right. He's cool. You know, he's a freaking comedian. I mean, he can do it, you know. He's a successful motherfucking comedian making the money. Okay? So, he's funny. Sometimes. <laughs> all right, where where was I? Okay, so... Jeannie and I arrived at night. We were much later than expected due to flight, a flight delay. As we entered Tom's darkened house, we were instructed to please be quiet so as not to wake the baby. I felt like a teenager sneaking back into my parents' house after I missed curfew. We silently tiptoed into a guest room, giggling. I feel like we're in trouble. <laughs> Jeannie whispered. 
Once we settled in the room, Tom came in and said good night, announcing that we would be leaving around 7 a.m. for the Grand Canyon, so he wanted to get a good night's sleep. As shot, Tom shut the door, Jeannie looked at me confused and said, I thought you said we would have dinner or something. I looked at my watch, it was 9 p.m. I thought, well, he is a parent. He is a parent, not a parent. No, a parent. Okay, well, I lost my freaking... I guess this is what parenting evolves. This must be what grown-ups do. They skip their second dinner. <laughs> the next morning at the crack of 7 a.m., we set off to make the long scenic drive to the Grand Canyon. Tom's Sab, Saab, S-A-A-B. It's a type of car, right? So, like, it's Saab, not Sab. Potato, potato, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm just letting y'all know. It's a fucking car. It's a cute little motherfucker. I remember these cars back in the day, and I just think they were so cute. You can't be... Sobs are too small. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Tom was seated with men in front and the ladies in back. The car was. With the one-year-old in the car seat between them, I suppose the first really big red flag of the trip was the fact that there was one CD allowed, only one CD allowed to play in the car. It was explained to us that this CD was meant to soothe the baby. The volume would be occasionally adjusted based on the baby's needs. Um, okay. So we drove and drove, talking and listening to songs with lyrics like ding-a-ding-a-dong, ding-dong-ding-dong-ding-dong-ding-dong-dong-dong-ding-ding. If you haven't driven through the Southwest, the only thing more awe-inspiring than the beauty of the landscape is the absence of people. You can drive for hours and never see another person. Restaurants are scarce, expensive, and provide little selection. When we stopped for an early lunch, I ate my first, hopefully, last taco salad. And not my last taco salad. With Fritos as the main ingredient, we drove past a drive through beef jerky store. Not just a store that only sells beef jerky, but a drive through store that only sells beef jerky. I guess the drive through makes sense because if you're eating beef jerky, you're probably so busy that you don't have time to get out of your car to buy beef jerky. At one point, I started improvising with what the owner of the drive through beef jerky store was thinking when he came up with the idea to the, for the store. A ridiculous voice said, Fur, all them folks that are in a rush and ain't got no time to park their pickups and shop for some quality jerky. It was a bit funny to me. At least Jeannie and Tom thought so. Tom's wife, Barb, another name change, politely informed me that the voice I was doing was upsetting to the baby. I looked back at the baby who was sound asleep. I didn't know what to say. I just shut up. We drove the rest of the way to the Grand Canyon in complete silence, listening to the soothing ding-a-ding-a-dong-dong, 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 ding-a-ding-a-dong-dong. So I'm reading Jim Gaffigan's Dad is Fat. And uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna. Ex- I'm excited about reading the rest. I am gonna take a break from this because we have a lot of different selections, a lot of different uh, authors, books, uh, genres. Who want? Who do you want? Anne Rice? Do you want Stephanie Meyer? Do you want Stephen? Let's do Stephen King. Switch it up a bit. That's how my brain works. Switchy. Stephen King and Richard Shizmore. 
really. Chiz. Mar. Okay! I don't know, this name is weird, but Salamanca's a fucked up name. And here I am, right? Like, I don't give a fuck. I hate my last name, y'all. I fucking hate it! But I can't change it, so it's cool. But I deal with it. Like, it is what it is. It's boring. My last name is fucking boring. Alright. Where am I? The button box. Numero uno. Okay, Stephen King says, There are three ways up to the castle. View from the town of Castle Rock. Route 117 Pleasant Road and the Suicide Stairs. Every day this summer, yes. Even on Sundays, 12-year-old Gwendy Peterson. 12-year-old... This is a girl's diary? The fuck is this shit? This is fabulous! Okay, y'all, let me read the back... So y'all have an idea what the fuck I'm, I'm going to read about. Okay, so the little town of Castle Rock, Maine, has witnessed some strange events and unusual visitors over the years. But there is one story that has never been told until now. In the summer of 1974, 12-year-old Gwendy Peterson encounters a stranger sitting on a park bench, dressed in black jeans, a black coat, and a black bowler hat. Unusual for a, such a warm day. This man in black is here in Castle Rock specifically to pass along an obligation for Gwendy that is both fantastic and terrifying on his behalf. And for an unspecified period of time, she must take possession of and of and hide from the rest of the world a small mahogany box adorned with multicolored buttons and levers. The reward for safeguarding the box will transform her life in ways Gwendy could never imagine. But the price to pay for her failure could very well mean the end of everything. <laughs> That's how I read, guys. Okay, wait. I ran out of memory over here, so we're good. Okay, we're good. All right. That's way too long. Okay, so this is this is interesting because it's the story of a 12-year-old girl who um meets a stranger and blah blah blah. Okay, okay. I'm 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 drawn in. I'm drawn in. I'm good. Okay, there are three ways up to Chapter 1, there are three ways up to Castle View from the town of Castle Rock. Okay, why does it have to have the word castle twice in the first sentence? I don't like that. I mean, I love you, Stephen King, but maybe it's a good trick that he uses, you know? Okay, so Route 117, Pleasant Road, and the Suicide Stairs. Every day this summer, yes, even on Sundays, 12-year-old Gwendy Peterson has taken the stairs, which are held by strong if time rusted iron bolts and zigzag up the cliffside she walks the first hundred jogs the second hundred and forces herself to run up last hundred and five pelting as her father would say hell bent for election at the top of she bends why the fuck do i give a shit about how a girl goes up some fucking stairs pelting and jumping and okay i This is why I don't read. Okay. Um, 
At the top, she bends over, red face clutching her knees, hair in sweaty clumps against her cheeks. It always escapes her ponytail on the last sprint, no matter how tight she ties it, and puffing like an old cart horse. Yet there has been some improvement. When she straightens up and looks down the length of her body, she can see the tips of her sneakers. She couldn't do that in June on the last day of school, which also happened to be her last day in Casarock Elementary. Her shirt is sweat paste. Her shirt is sweat pasted to her body, but on the whole, she feels pretty good. In June, she felt ready to die of a heart attack every time she reached the top. Nearby, she can hear the shouts of the kids on the playground. From a bit farther away comes the chink of an aluminum bat hitting a baseball as the senior league kids practice for the Labor Day charity game. She's wiping her glasses on the handkerchief she keeps in the pocket of her shorts for just that purpose when she is addressed. Hey girl, come on over here for a bit. We ought to palaver you and me. Palaver? What the fuck is palaver? I love reading all this shit though because like I learned like palaver is my new word guys. I don't know what palaver is but I'm all about the palavering uh, of days, you know, <laughs> anyway, okay. okay, so let me digest those words that I just read, okay, so, wow, I'm not even going to say, I'm, I'm speechless at this point, okay, let's keep going, Gwendy puts her specs on and the blurred world comes into focus. Hmm. On a bench in the shade close to the gravel path leading from the stairs into the Castle View Recreational Park sits a man in black jeans, a black coat like a like forest suit, and a white shirt unbuttoned at the top on, the he- on his head is a smaller, neat black hat. The time will come when Gwendy has nightmares about that hat. Gross. The man had been on the same bench every day this week, always reading the same book, Gravity's Rainbow. It's thick and looks mighty arduous, but has never said anything to her until today. Gwendy regards him warily. I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. That's good advice. He looks about his fa- her father's age. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Uh, I just got a, a message. So. Okay, cool. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Where am I? Uh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. That's good advice. He looks about her father's age, which would make him a 38 or so, and not bad looking, but wearing a black suit coat on a hot August morning makes him a potential weirdo in Gwendy's book. Probably got it from her, her mother, right? Probably got it from... This is a conversation. It's in quotations. Probably got it from your mother, right? Father, Gwendy says, she'll have to go past him to get to the playground. And if she really, and if he really is a weirdo, he might try to grab her. But she's not too worried. It's broad daylight after all. The playground is closed and well populated. And she's got her wind back. In that case, says the man in the black coat, let me introduce myself. I am Richard Ferris. 
And you are, she debates, then thinks, what harm? Gwendy Peterson. So there, we know each other. Gwendy shakes her head. Names aren't knowing. He throws back his head and laughs. Ha, ha, ha. It's totally charming in its honest good humor. And Gwendy, Gwendy, I hate this name, Gwendy. It's like, is it Gwen? Is it Wendy? It's Gwendy. It's short for Gwendolyn, right? Okay, okay. Uh, he points a finger gun at her. Pow, pow. That's a good one. You're a good one, Gwendy. And while we're at it, what kind of name is that anyway? Oh my God. I just totally fucking like guessed that about the whole, like I just said that. Like I was like, what kind of name is Gwendy? And then he asked her, what kind of name is Gwendy? I think that's, I think that's the big thrill of Stephen fucking King. It's like, this is a Stephen King uh, collaboration, by the way. That's what I'm reading. So, I'm liking this book, y'all. I'm not even going to go there. I just said, what kind of name is Gwendy? I don't like the name Gwendy. And then the book said, what kind of name is Gwendy anyway? What the fuck? That was such a shining moment to me. Okay, okay, all right. All right. Get it together. Get it together. Okay, this is what she replies. You ready? A combination my father wanted Gwendolyn. That was his granny's name. And my mom wanted Wendy. Like in Peter Pan. So they compromised. Are you on vacation, Mr. Ferris? This seems likely they are in Maine. After all, and Maine proclaims itself vacation land. It's only, it's even on the license plates. Okay, I, I can't, I can't, okay, I, I gotta put this book down for a second. Okay, I can't even get over the fact that I said that, like, not... Not did I didn't say it before. It's like when I said it. It's it's so weird. Like I can get like anybody going, okay, what kind of name is Gwendy? Gwendy's such a weird name. But I just fucking said it. Like you have to rewatch this fucking video. It's gonna freak you out. It's gonna freak me out. I'm like weirded out right now. I'm excited. This is great. Okay, I'm going to keep reading. This is so good now. I'm like enthralled. All right. He gets in your head. You get it? Stephen King, he gets in your fucking head. He's amazing. He's a fucking genius. I love him. Okay. I'm really weirded out, guys. I can't I can't even focus anymore at this point. Whew. I gotta watch this fucking video again and be like, did that just happen? That was that deja vu? Was that karma? What the fuck was that? Y'all, I just had a Stephen King moment. It was amazing. Y'all need to get one. Okay. Okay, let me keep going for a minute. Uh, you might say so. I travel here and there. Michigan one week, Florida the next, then maybe a hop to Coney Island for a red hot and a ride on the cyclone. I am what you call might call a rambling man. And America is my beat. I keep an eye on certain people and check back on them every once and again. Chink goes, chink goes the bat on the field past the playground and there our cheers. Well, it's been nice talking to you, Mr. Ferris, but I really ought to go. Stay a bit longer. You see, you're one of the people I've been keeping my eye on just recently. Creepy as shit. 
This should sound sinister and does a little, but he's still smiling in the aftermath of his laughter. His eyes are lively, and if he's Chester the molester, he's keeping it well hidden, which she supposes the best ones would do. Step into my parlor, said the spiders to the fly. I've got a theory about you, Mr. Mrs. I've got a theory about you, Mrs. Gwendy Peterson. Formed as all the best theories are by close observation. Want to hear it? Sure, I guess. I notice you're a bit on the plump side. <laughs> Go plumpy! Go plump, girls! <laughs> okay. Maybe she... <laughs> I just said plumpy. Is that a porn word? Plumpy? Oh my god. Now I gotta go look that shit up on the Urban Dictionary. Um, maybe he sees her tighten up at that because he raises a hand and shakes his head as, it, as if to say, not so fast. You might even think of yourself as fat because girls and women in this country of ours have strange ideas about how they look. The media. Do you, kn- do you know what I mean by the media? Sure. Newspaper, TV, Time, Newsweek, nailed it. So, okay, the media says, girls, women, you can be anything you want to be in this brave new world of equality as long as you can still see your toes when you stand up straight. He has been watching me. He, he, no, it says right here. Well, you can't see, but it says he has, in italics, been watching me. He has been watching me. Gwendy thinks, because I do that every day when I get to the top of the castle rock. She blushes. She can't help it, but she blushes. But the blush is a surface thing. Below, it is kind of a so what defiance. It's what's got her going on the stairs in the first place. That and Frankie Stone. Uh, Frankie Stone sounds like a bully. Or her love interest. My theory is that somebody tweaked you about your weight or how you look or both and you decided to take the matter in hand. Am I close? Maybe not a bullseye, but at least somewhere on the target. Perhaps because he's a stranger. She finds herself able to tell him she hasn't confided to either of her parents. Or maybe it's his blue eyes, which are curious and interested, but with no meanness in them. At least... Not that she can see. This kid at school, Frankie Stone, started calling me Goodyear. Okay, so he's the bully. But she might like him. You know, like like the blimp. Yes, I know the Goodyear blimp. Uh-huh. Frankie's a puke. She thinks, oh, Frankie's a girl. Holy crap. <laughs> this is twisting me. I love it. Uh... Uh, she thinks of telling, oh, wait, no, 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 no. She as in Gwendy. Okay. Frankie is probably still a boy. I don't know what's happening. Oh, I have low battery guys. Okay. I'm going to finish it up. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish it up. I got low battery. I'm at 10%. This is not going to work out. This has been amazing. I'm going to do this again. I promise. This is fun. I love reading to y'all with y'all by y'all for y'all. And, uh, so anyway, uh, Okay. Plump or plumpish, right? I like I think plumpy is a a, a a sex term. I think I've heard it before. Plumpy. I'm going to use it in my comedy act. You'll see. Okay. 
Um, let me just finish up here real quick. This page. Uh, she thinks of telling the man how Frankie goes strutting around the playground chanting, I'm Frankie Stoner, got a two-foot boner, and decides not to. Okay, Frankie's obviously a boy now, which is fine. Some of the other boys started calling me that, and then a few of the girls picked it up. Not my friends, other girls. That was sixth grade. Middle school starts next month, and well... You've decided that particular nickname isn't going to follow you there, says Mr. Richard Ferris. I see. You'll also grow taller, you know. Her eyes her eyes, her up and down, but not in a way she finds creepy. It's more scientific. I'm thinking you might top out around 5 or 10 or 11 before you're all done. Tall for a girl. Okay, uh, tall for a girl. I'm in there. Uh, that was amazing. I got low battery. I'm low energy at this point. I've had so much fun. Woo! I love Stephen King books. And then the Jim Gaffigan book was super cute. Uh, super funny. See? Catch me next time for Stephanie Meyer and Anne Rice. Love y'all. Guts to go.
Y'all, I just had the weirdest podcast and then I forget to fucking trim it I'm so sorry oh at least I have